This is AFCast, the video game podcast. And here's your host, Malcolm Shiver. All right, so welcome to the third uh, BM episode of us bashing games. Uh, first one was Warzone, the second one was Zombies. We actually just did that one. Um, and then this one is going to be about Destiny 2. <laughs> and then the next one is going to be about Rainbow Six Siege. So, uh, so like I said, today is about Destiny 2. We're going to be talking specifically about Destiny 2's potential. Um, because I feel like it's not a very great game right now, but it does have the potential to be a really great game in the future if they could just, you know, update it correctly. It's Bungie. What are you looking for here? <laughs> a good heal game. Oh, wait. Um, so yeah. So, on this, for this week of AFCast, we are going to be talking about Destiny 2 and its Alright, so the first thing that we're going to be talking about for Destiny 2 is going to be its story, because its story is... Ash. <laughs> Ash. I mean, there, there, are, there are sections of it that are really good. I say the story is is pretty decent, like if you were to lay it out, but it's just like in practice, it's ass. It's just like well, like in game, it's just there's no, there's nothing to it. Like you can't you can't find anything. Like the story just isn't very existent, except for some like main quest cutscenes, and even then, they're kind of cut from the game. Yeah, Red War was cut. You know, Red War. Uh... Red War, uh, Curse of Osiris, and Warmind were all cut from the game. I, say, I think they're lie. still considered to be part of the lore. It's just like no, 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 no. They're still part of the lore because in, people still talk about it yeah, in the game. Yeah, in game people still talk about it, but uh, it's just the planets that they're on, the planets that those took, that those took place on. Well, except for a majority of the Red War, because a lot of that stuff, like you can't. I don't think you go to the farm anymore, can you? No, no, that, that shit was gone like four years ago, bro. No, I I remember I it was there when I was when I started playing. But it, it got taken out very very quickly. It did. It was like extremely. Because no one used it, no reason to. Sure. It's only used for when you don't have the tower. So once you get done with the red war, you have it. Yeah. I say like, but even like the red war and stuff like that, like you had entire areas that were specific to the story that are basically completely cut out of the game as well. So, because that's like the farm, and then you also had the city that's below the traveler, that was part of the that was a big part of the campaign for a little bit, where you're like jumping across rooftops and stuff like that. Like that was yeah, really I, cool. I really like that. But that was all taken out because Red War was taken out. Yeah, yeah but the here. city still does that part of the city still does exist. It's just in a raid now. Oh, oh really? To the past raid, yeah. Oh, uh, uh, you know that place that we saw Aldrin, uh, go to to get the, the shard of the... Sure, yeah. Yeah, that, that, that area was in Red War. Yeah. Okay. I, I know. I, I didn't know if you knew or not, so... Yeah. I was, I played Red War when it first came and out. And that place... Well, no, I, I, it was the same place that, that the main character gets their light back. And the yeah. same place where you get your subclasses, but now you get every subclass in the game, even the DLC ones. Yeah, you get stasis. everything at the beginning. I say the another part of it is just like the delivery is also terrible for mm -hmm. it. Like, 
Like, some of the cutscenes are pretty cool, but there's the one cutscene where Cage 6 is dying with, like, uh, our ghost trying to help him, and I literally couldn't hear anything Cage 6 was saying because the music was just blasting in the you background, know, like, even, and like, I just even when couldn't I hear any of it. Even when I replayed it, I had, uh, I have all my, like, sound effects stuff and all of that at max. Yeah. Because, hey, beautiful game, beautiful music. But, uh, like, even even with having, like, all the voices and all that at max volume, I could still just barely even hear Cade. We're talking about Forsaken here? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Question. And also overall, too, because, <laughs> like, you have, like, the music going, and then it's just like, what are you trying to say? Mm-hmm. Is it because the subtitles don't work in the game? Yeah. It only works for, like, they story barely stuff. They work. It only works for story yeah. stuff. It doesn't do it for, uh... Even story stuff, it doesn't work. No, it doesn't? No. Oh. I have them turned on, they just don't do anything. They're very mm. stupid. Very, very stupid. Yeah. I say, like, another problem with, like, Red War being gone now as well is, like, it doesn't ground the story as much as it used to, because it used to be, like, Red War was, like, the thing that got you to the tower. It was the thing that got you yeah. the light. It was everything that Destiny 2 was built on, and then they got rid of it. So to everything that, that it was grounded to just got... Shahan. Um, it was just gone. It was. It's like a. It's like when you mine the bottom block of a Minecraft tree, yeah. and it just doesn't fall down. But there's also just nothing holding it up. <laughs> but then um, to add it's on to that, there. once they took the farm out, and even when the Red War is still there, you just go back to the tower like normal. It's like, okay, aren't the Cabal supposed to be overrunning the fucking city? How are we here? What's going on? What the fuck? <laughs> Who knows? Doesn't make sense. I would say, um, because everything is kind of just like up in the air uh stop licking me <laughs> um like it's just like nothing feels connected in the game like you you play all the different dlcs and honestly it just kind of feels like you're playing a different character each time like you're kind of yeah. just there like because they mentioned some previous stuff but nothing is like directly correlated so i i think the timeline for expansions fun. is uh, it goes. I think it's supposed to go Red War. Uh, for, uh, well, you have the other ones that they deleted as yeah, well. Yeah. Oh, I think it goes Curse of Osiris, then Warmind, and then I think uh, you go straight from Warmind to uh, Forsaken. Because I remember, I remember seeing and then somewhere. Shadow Keep and then and then, and then Shadow Keep and Beyond Light. Shadow Keep is kind of one of the worst DLCs that. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm. Not. I don't like. I don't like it. It's such like a, just a. Well, actually, there's a whole thing I can go on. It's probably later on in the script, but <laughs> I might as well get it out of the way now, I guess. But um, Shadowkeep and Beyond Light are both just a bunch of fetch quest campaigns. That's all they are, and Michael can back me up on that. Yeah, It's just a bunch of go here, go get this shit, come back, talk to some and thick exo-stranger, and then... <laughs> and, uh, I mean, like... I mean, I understand if, like, they want you to go to, like, a specific area to kind of, like, set the atmosphere for the mission... But it's also like, why can't we just like start the mission from where we're standing? Mm. Yeah. Because like, uh, the moon doesn't really like for for one of the missions on for Shadowkeep on the moon, uh, the spawn area is like so far from those missions. Well, like they're not far from like a sparrow or anything, but like they're still a decent distance away. If you're doing like a no sparrow run or something, it'd be hell. <laughs> It's just like, why can't we just, like, start the mission just from looking at the map? 
Kind of like you could in D1 where if you were in orbit, you could start most missions. Yeah. You, you had to start them from orbit. You couldn't find them. Oh, God, that's bringing me to the open world part of the game. Is that later on in the script? <laughs> A little bit, yeah. Okay, we can rant on that when that happens. <laughs> <laughs> I um, have so much fucking shit to say about that. I say, another thing with, like, the story and everything is that, like, sometimes you speak... But then for most of the game, you're not talking at all. It's mostly it your ghost. ghost talks for you. Exactly. Like, that's how a lot you know, of silent no, no, protagonist a, things work, is very, someone else talks for you. There's a very, very good example of that. I think it's also in Red War. But, uh, you're trying to rescue Cade from something, and he go and he keeps on going to say, like, oh yeah, tell me you have it. Tell me you know what to do. And your character goes to say it, and then the ghost says it anyways. Yeah. And it's just like, why, why blue ball us like that? Like, come on. <laughs> well, but the thing is that your character does speak at times. They should yeah, just make it... but it's just... But it's so rare. So, it's, so it, it doesn't blue ball anyway. It doesn't... Because no one cares. No one cares about the character talking. It's just that, like, either have them talk... Like, if you have... Like, Master Chief talks the bare minimum of a voice protagonist. Interesting. Yeah. Like, he, like, he talks the bare minimum of an interesting story... Uh, of how a protagonist should speak. And then anything below that, it should just be a silent protagonist, and that's kind of how I feel for Destiny. It should just be nothing. But Everything I, I really, should be coming from your ghost. I really do ghosts. think that the main character is trying... is like They're trying to portray the main character to be the strong, silent type. But they're not silent. But they're not completely silent, yeah. They talk every once in a while. And uh, some of the things don't even make sense words. as to why they talk. Like, it doesn't... I will say, once Forsaken came out and we learned the Guardian was going to talk once, fucking community exploded. They're like, oh my fucking god, this didn't, is such a breakthrough. It's like, didn't no! Really, didn't, didn't the main character talk during Red War? No. Like, no. Really? Not once. No. That's why, that's why I was so taken... They didn't so get taken. the voice actor till Forsaken. That's what? why I was, <laughs> that's why I was so taken aback when I was playing Forsaken for the first time and I heard, I heard him talk and I was like, I thought it was a silent protagonist. So I was like, what? <laughs> No, I, I remember you saying that you were yeah. like, you were like I thought our dude was supposed to be silent. I was like, well, I, I mean, say, I, I can kind of get times. like some games where you have a silent protagonist and you have them talk once in a while, just for very select circumstances. But Destiny Two doesn't really fit that at all. I mean, like the, the Forsaken one kind of the does, most though. the most iconic like the, mo- like the one line I can think of right now that uh, that your character says is in Forsaken, and it's talked about how like, when you just get done with the. With the first mission, you're at Kate's funeral or whatever, and Icor is talking about how, oh, we need to go, we need to find Aldrin, we need to Gone. kill him, we need to get revenge for the fire team and all that. And Zavala just goes, <laughs> no. And our guardian just goes, all right, well, Aldrin solve his mind, and they walk out of the room. That's literally all that happens. And then, and then just, I don't think we speak again. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, no, you Shadow don't Keep. speak, you don't speak again until like Shadow Keep. When we're talking, uh, I'm not gonna say it because uh, it doesn't matter. Spoilers don't matter. It, the game's been out for like five years right, now. <laughs> so like, we literally talk to ourselves in a way. Mm-hmm. You, like, uh, but it's like it's the darkness taking the form of us talking to us. Mm-hmm. And like they have, they have a conver- like our like they're having a conversation, so we're still not technically hearing our character talk. But it's just like. What's even the point at that point? Like, what's... Like, come on! <laughs> we do talk a lot in Beyond Light, though. You do? Mm-hmm. Really? <laughs> Every time you get a new fragment, 
You talk to your ghost a bit. Like, I'm scared. I don't know what to do here. That's weird. What? We do? I, yeah. <laughs> I can't I can't even imagine that. And same with when um, Aramis freezes you. Like, there's a lot of, like, internal talking that goes on with the ghost. Hmm. Well, yeah, yeah. Or, like, internal talking? No, like, you can hear it? it still. Like, he's not talking out loud. Okay, I need, to, I need to play through that now. <laughs> <laughs> I need to play through it again now. I need to play through on my warlock now. As I, the thing that I'm also kind of upset about is, like, once you play through, e even if even if Red War did exist, there's no replayability in the game yeah. for replaying That's why it. I never really went on any other characters, because, because I only it, liked my Hunter. That's the only class I wanted to play through, and doing it again got repetitive. That's also why in Season of Opulence a couple years back, I don't know if you were playing. I wasn't. But it basically put old missions in the game that you could replay, and I never went yeah. through any of them because I, I didn't enjoy what, it. What you what it used to be was that you could do these things called meditations, which was Ikora Ray's like original purpose. Was and that she's useless now. Was to, to do, do shit. yeah. Was to do these meditations where you would like go back and play specific missions in the campaign. Oh, to like reflect on them. To yeah, and uh, lore wise, it was to reflect on them and to become stronger and stuff based off of it. But it, honestly, it was just that's a way. Actually, that's actually. It was just a way to replay the story. And now they have three DLCs, which you, which once you complete Wait. it, you're done. And you don't get to do the meditations or anything, which is totally something they could have reincorporated into the game. I know! <laughs> <laughs> you are waiting for so long to say that. Like, what the fuck? Um, the thing with that is, I, I agree with you fully. Is my Sorry. But, um, the thing about that is, I agree with what you're saying fully. It just, no replay factor in the game. At all. Yeah, Going through on a new character is nothing new. You just play the character and it has slightly different abilities. That's why I didn't enjoy it. Yeah, I uh, enjoy it unless I'm with him. I, uh, originally, I had my, I had my hunter and a titan. Hunters. No, no, I, I had a, this is like before I met you. Oh. I had a hunter and a titan. I had the titan because I wanted to play through Red War and all that again. Because I actually enjoyed playing Red War. Yeah, Red Rose was really good. But, uh, and, and then, like, when they took it out, I was just like, oh, okay. And then I had, and then I delete, you know, I deleted my first Titan, made a new one, and then deleted my, the Hunter I originally started the game with, and then started a Warlock. So now I have one of all three classes. Of, That's of, what yeah. you should have had in the first place. I mean... You shouldn't I, have two of one class. It's kind of useless. I, like, I, I played Warlock once. I mean, I it's useless like to it. play anything more than one class, but... <laughs> yeah, because then it's just a bunch of repetitive grinding with three different... I characters. feel like the main purpose of having all three is that way if you, when you're doing raids... Is you, that can, way you can you bounce can, between all of them, yeah. You can, uh... You can set up a specific, like... You, this person plays Warlock. This It's kind of like choosing, like, tank, yeah. attack, and, like, other RPG games. You know, with them, uh, this, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if this is later on. Is, do we have gameplay and all that later on? What? Yeah, we have gameplay right yeah. now. Ah, okay. <laughs> so, so, yeah, just, just let's, wait for let, that. Yeah, that's what I said. Um, <coughs> okay, so, uh... Another thing I want to talk about for story stuff is that the environment never, in my opinion at least, doesn't fit the story, really. Mm -hmm. Um, it does pretty well in Red War. Like, Red War did a lot of stuff really well, and honestly, if they, if they like, continued that same pace with I mean, everything else... Forsaken was really good, too, I will say Forsaken's that. pretty good. Not um, as good as Red War, but it's not nowhere near a replacement for Red War. Yeah. Yeah. Which is what they're trying to make it. Are you serious? That's what they're trying to I make say, it? I say, 
one example I have is that Forsaken, like, I think there should be a lot more factions fighting each other because you have, uh, I don't remember what the faction is called that's supposed uh, to be invading the, the Tangled Scorn. Shore. The Scorn. They should be fighting the Fallen more, like, yeah. throughout the world and stuff yeah, and, like that. Uh, I don't remember what area it is, but there's a specific area where you have, like, Cabal. PDZ. No, no, uh, no, uh. In, in the, the Tangled Shore. Tangle Shore. Oh. No, you have, like, Cabal, the Elixni, the Fallen, uh, and the Scorn, all three of them in the same immediate area. And they, and they, and they don't fight. It's not like they're gonna get along. I don't remember seeing the Scorn there. It's, they, they spawn there for missions, and that's about it. Oh, okay, yeah, but that that's my point, is, like, they should be in the environment while you're playing Forsaken. While we're playing, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, which is also why, like, in Ghost Recon Breakpoint, you can add modifiers, like, you can add, you, you can add, you can <laughs> add events modifiers that were in the game during certain events. So, like, uh, there is the, um, the Amber Sky events in Ghost Recon Breakpoint where everything was, like, gassed. So you had, um, like, this poison gas you'd have a mask filter for, and what you're able to do is you're able to actually activate those events at, without having to play through the missions or anything like that. Just have them activated. Just so have them activated like... for like additional gameplay. And I think that would be really cool if you could like activate the scorn savvy when you're playing in Tangled Shore. You have some scorn enemies that are fighting as well, and then you could even add loot tables that are specific to the scorn. They have that, but all of the weapons that the scorn drop are sunset. Yeah, exactly. So it just, it just kind of falls apart from there. So. Or it could even be like a system like Division Two, because they have that whole same thing where an area gets invaded by the Black Tusk, and it ends up being that the Black Tusk appear in the open world then, and they can actually take over specific missions and changes the mission. Just it's not oh you have to play a mission in order to encounter the black tusk they're everywhere they're a constant threat in the world now i, I do yeah, i do i do think that would be other factions. that would be a good idea because with the fallen they they're supposed to be scavengers but they're the biggest faction in the game but they're, yeah they're also the biggest faction in the game the besides, most paid attention to they have the most besides besides the cabal no even the cabal yeah. don't stand really? anywhere near what the fallen cuz the, the fallen were the original all the time. I'm sure, yeah. You Original do enemy type. In the, they When they first released D1, I don't think they were planning on having the other, other enemy types. Oh, wow. Which is why Fallen was focused on so much compared to the Cabal taken later on and um, fucking Taken King. So, also, outside of, like, story-specific things like the Scorn, I think Tangled Shore is probably one of the best environments in the game. Agreed. Because... For one thing, it looks really nice. Um, it, it adds a lot of story factors that actually make sense. Um, it's not pushed on too hard. It's like it's just there, kind of. Um, so it's just it's an environment in the game that is steady, essentially. But then you have stuff like Nessus, which they just push Vex on it so hard that it's just a clusterfuck of... This thing is next. This or not next. Vex. This thing is Vex. This thing is Vex. This thing is Vex. Like it's so obviously Vex that you'd like you're just like what is and then, happening here? And they're like, uh, I don't. I think the Elixir is barely even on, uh, on uh, Nessus. Nessus. Thank you. Keep it to Fallen. Yeah, sorry. I, I I'm so used to calling no, calling I'm the Elixir. I'm just saying. But uh, you know, you rarely see the Fallen. 
on Nessus. Well, you, like, you can see them, but it's like they're isolated to like one or two areas. And, well, but and that makes and sense they, because it's Vex's do, area. I mean, when they do, dro- when, like, when they aren't dropped into the area, it, it's like a group of like five or six. Well, but yeah, but that makes sense because it, it's Vex's planet. Like, so you should mainly be seeing them. The, it, it doesn't matter because, I mean, they're scavengers, so there should be few. There should be very few of them. Anyway. But, like, Mars also used to be, like, primarily Cabal. And that was really cool because you had, like, stations where entire ships were docked that you could go into. Yeah, and I that. you had a di- bunch of different buildings that the Cabal had built there. It was just, like, it was heavily Cabal-themed. and But it wasn't, like, overdone like Nessus is where you literally look at a wall and it's, like, a, like Vex just threw up on it. Like, it's... Say, <laughs> so, um... Another little, I think, I don't know for sure if this is true, but I'm pretty sure it is. Um, Taken King, when the very first cutscene, there was a fight between um, Taken Guy and that's, Awoken. That's you guys, not me. <laughs> Awoken, and one of the ships that's crashed on um, the Tangled Shore, I'm pretty sure, is one of the ships from that battle. Because it's, mm. not a hive, it's not a hive ship, but it's also not any other ship. And it yeah. looks very similar to the ship that or- Daddy Oryx was using <laughs> I'm sorry, I have to call him Daddy Oryx, I'll be striked down. <laughs> I say it's yeah. it's just nice like cause Mars is like that in between of like Moon is just kinda of really bland. Just all hive. It is it is all hive. It's it's hive it's hive and fallen. And then you have But the moon isn't even like shown to be hive. Like it doesn't it doesn't look like it doesn't look like Hive's the only, area from the, the only, surface. The only reason why there's Hive is because of the of the Crimson... T- is it, isn't it the Crimson Tower or the Crimson Keep? One of the fucking two. It's, it's one of the <laughs> so irrelevant that it doesn't even fucking matter. Just, it's only, they're, they're there because of Shadow Keep. But it's between that and Nessus. Because, like, Mars looks like it was modified by the Cabal. Mm-hmm. Nessus looks like it just is a Vex. And then Moon just doesn't have any theme. It's just the Moon. And Moon just doesn't even, like, have, like, lower gravity or anything like that. Like, you just... Yeah, like, no, it, yeah, it used to. It used to. It doesn't well, anymore. It did in D1. But, um... In D1... Back to D1. I don't know if you want me talking yeah, this much about yeah. D1. But... In D1, the Hive actually had a reason to be on the Moon. That's where their home was. That's where their Daddy Oryx was. <laughs> That's where... <laughs> That's where their commander was, that's where they were based. But now in D2, it's kind of just like, the moon exists. Yeah. No, Everything that was there in D1 there is, a, is still there. So they should have gotten rid of the moon, not Mars. I'm not, I'm, not sure if, I'm not sure if, uh, if this is a Destiny 1 thing or Destiny 2 thing, because I do know that they have missions from Destiny 1 in Destiny 2. Yeah. But the entire thing with, ha- with Hashla, dude. That um, was in D2. No, okay. Uh, that might be because, like, for because they were saying that Hash Ladoon was their leader for a little bit. She was. So that that could be their reason for being there, but it's also like. But that that just adds back into the thing of the story is so loose. It's just it just yeah. shit yeah. doesn't make sense. It falls shit apart. from D one doesn't fit to D two, but they make it like the like what Bryce was saying or what all of us were saying. D two was originally supposed to happen at the same time as D one. Really? Mm. <laughs> like right at the end of D one, I think. I say it, it when it when it came out it wasn't, but it, well, that was the original idea. D one, where you started the Cosmodrome, the 
why the fuck did they add that in as yeah, the starting start point? Yeah, why do you start And then, the I, red I war, then you get back and the red war is happening. You're just like, what the fuck did I miss? No, no, did what I happened, sleep too long? What happened was, originally in Destiny 2, it started out with you flying to the, the tower. To the tower. And then they took out the Red War. So they're like, what are we going to do now? Like, we can't just have, it, have them just fly to the tower. And that just, I, do I mean, you could just have them fly to the tower. So they literally just copied the asset from D1 and were like, here. Yeah. It's the exact same thing. You get the exact same weapon, exact same graphics almost, too. It looks the exact same. Yeah, it, that's because it is. It's just it's a completely reused asset. Nothing has changed about so it. I literally think they probably just copy pasted it from D one. Well, like they could have at least upped the graphics of it. And, and you can't even go back. Well, you can't even go back to that very specific area too. Like, can't like, are you going to D one either? Yeah. Like, um, like when you're you get full of cars there, and all that, you can. Like, that's one of the areas I'm okay with that you don't go. I would. Yeah. You actually know you do in D one during um the rise of iron. Yeah, you do. It's just snowy. Yes. Oh, yeah. I. Yep. I was like, when? But when you said snow, I was like, oh, yep, that's it. Snow. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, let's move on from story now, and we're going to be talking about gameplay. Uh, so, the first thing I just want to, like, set for this is, because we've already been talking about this a little bit, about the story, but you just start without the Red War. So, you start in the end game Basically. as soon as you spawn in. Which means that you have all of your abilities already laid out and upgraded. You already have uh, uh, upgraded weapons. Um, you already have upgraded armor. Like you just, you're just given everything off the bat, and then you're just like, here you go. And then it gives you no direction. Mm-hmm. It so gives you, you like what it does that like when you get back to the tower, it goes, oh yeah, no, go visit these people. Go, go visit Zavala. It doesn't even visit. tell you to do that. Oh, it doesn't. Well, no. you also you also had characters that you had. I don't think when it did I for him. when I made a new character it didn't even really yeah it just kind of gets to the tower and it's like you're at the tower cool have fun <laughs> oh, oh no no it was like oh when i when i made my warlock i they were like oh you know go talk to this person go talk to that person but even that. someone who's returning with their account like me it should still tell me that and then yeah. it's yeah and then it's like all right uh and, and then like zavala gives you a quest where you need to do like a certain amount of strikes uh Lord Shax gives you a bunch of shit for, uh, Crucible. for Crucible. Basically just tells you to and, do stuff. Yeah, is... and it's like, what if I really just don't want to do <laughs> some of that stuff, like, right now? Mm-hmm. Which is why, like, I just abandoned those quests on my Warlock. Yep. That's that's how, that's what they're just sitting in the mission, in the uncompleted missions thing, in the tracker and that's the, in the tower. And, like, the other thing I have a problem with is, as we said, it starts you at 1100 light, it's that because like, it used to be the old max yeah that used to be the old max so that means that as soon as you get in and you make a new character or whatever you instantly can jump into any raid if you want Mm-mm. not really no well me you raids are, raids are like 13 20. really mm-hmm. oh. the, well that's because they vaulted all the old raids yeah the old raids used to be 1100 well i think the actually old raids no used to be like Levi- leviathan used to be 750 yeah, because that w- that was the old yeah. max. Because that was the raid when the game first came out. But it's like, it just, even come out to like now it's after. you start at this light level, and it's just you have access to most everything in the game at that point, and it's everything like, that isn't like released yeah. recently. And it's you just have you're given no directions, so it's you just have access to almost everything, and you aren't told any idea of where to go. Yeah. And, then, and then you see something, it's like, oh, this is 1100, I could go to this. Buy the Forsaken DLC. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah. That's one thing I gotta get into. And there's gonna be a minute to grow. <laughs> <laughs> Off of this. Sit back and relax. 
the fact that Forsaken is put as the main story campaign right now, and you still have to fucking buy it. So you're paying sixty dollars, or depend, or you're it's free for the game, but then to actually play a fucking story, you need to pay forty dollars. No, so on, why not on Xbox specifically? You can if you go if you get it through Game Pass, you just get everything for free. That's Game Pass. But that's though. you still have to buy. You have game to pass. buy Game Pass. True. Then. And the thing I'm trying to get at is. Why make the game free if you're still going to make them pay to have a story experience? And at that point, it's just a shooter. It's just yeah. any old fucking shooter that you can get off the market for free. And that's most of those ones on the market for free are ten times better. Yeah, because... Shitty fucking crucible and fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Anger. <laughs> I, I genuinely... It pisses me off. Because everything in, in Destiny 2 is literally just DLC at this point. Mm-hmm. I genuinely do want to see someone try to not buy any of the expansions and try Can to get to the max... Huh? Kimmy Cakes. He's done it on like three different occasions. Really? Where he just hasn't bought any of yeah. it? And even got to max light? Yeah. Kimmy Cakes is a fucking god. Okay. Uh, <laughs> noted. Send it to me later. I was saying, you can definitely do it. It's just not as interesting. It's just... It's boring. It's just the same shit. It's basically just Crucible. It's like the, some RPGs where people do the challenges of, oh, get to max level in the starting area. Yeah. It's possible. It just takes forever and isn't interesting. Like, you can do it, but... Would you? No. Um, one thing about about the game, though, uh, before you start bashing it some more, is that the game is pretty, and the music for the game is pretty good. Um, I mean, the it's, music. it's basically it's basically Halo music. So it's literally the exact same person who made Halo music and Destiny Two music, and then just didn't change it very much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think he got kicked off the team recently. No, I, I no, think, he, no left he left the team. He left. That's my boy. Good choice. Honestly, because <laughs> no, he, no, he left for, he left, uh, uh, for Halo, Halo Infinite. Infinite. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so the game is beautiful. The game, uh, the game's music is really good. Um, I mean, it is. It sounds really close to Halo, so the that's why it's design good. Is really good. Like how your character looks, how others, yeah, oppositions look. Oh, so you can because you can create your own character and stuff, which is pretty nice. Yeah. So everything is nice about the game, like pretty wise. Everything else is shit. It's like girls, basically. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's, it's, it's like when you go out like back of a new I business do. and they have like that really nice looking new dumpster, but then you look inside and it's still trash. Ooh. I, I like the girl Ooh. analogy better. Where That's they actually a very makeup. good representation of <laughs> Destiny. <laughs> Holy shit. Literally. Um, <laughs> you alright there? You got it? No, but to, to, add, to add on to uh, some gameplay stuff, they're trying... I think, you know, they're adding crossplay. Like, they're, they're playing on Fucking finally! It. But it's not... It's gonna be for strikes and raids only. No. From, oh no! Oh, oh, the game's gonna be completely. The crossplay? beta, the beta was gonna uh, be strikes until they actually released it. Like the fucking dumbasses they are. You know they, you know they actually released it a week early. So I, no, way, nice. way earlier than way, that. Way early, really? Oh wow! They're coming out in 2022. That's when crossplay is officially coming out. Oh my, oh my gosh! It's a, I mean, it's like EFT beta right there. So, so the main thing I want to talk about, uh, like gameplay wise, is that. It isn't centered around any actual type of gameplay. Mm-hmm. Um, like you have ability-based uh, games, which is uh, something like Warframe, Overwatch, Overwatch, 
And then you also have first-person shooters, so you have something that's more like Valorant, where it's a lot about the weapons, but you also have some some like secondary abilities that you can use to help you, um, and are power. still really good. And then you also have the tactical sense, like Siege, where you still have the gadgets and stuff that are really important, but you have to be really specific on how you play them, and yeah. it's still it's still really impactful so, with the weapons. Let me add something into that. Sort of fucking god if you fall, but um. Gunplay in that game, I will admit, is really fucking good in my opinion. Gunplay is really fun. But the fact of the matter is, is Crucible, just abilities. Nothing. It's abilities, like it's been said before, it is ability spam simulator, the game. Yeah. That's all Crucible is. That, that's all it is. That sounds right. <laughs> like, there's nothing else. Like, gunplay, you could be really fucking accurate. You could be like Shroud or something and still get clapped in Crucible by a lot I remember three. watching a video of Crucible and it literally just looked like a bunch of flashbangs were going off of different colors. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, that's literally how it, how it feels sometimes. And then with this. With, uh, and then, like, when super. When people start gaining their supers, that's when shit either starts to hit the fan for your team or that's when you're like, I can't move. <laughs> I'm lagging that hard, and it's just like I say, like for the game, I feel like it, it just can't decide if you're like overpowered or underpowered. Yeah, because like it feels like you should be um really powerful because you have some more speed to you, but you're not, you don't have as much speed as you would need to have like an overpowered uh character or I uh, overpowered. It's that's like a a weird thing like doom you're not you're overpowered but you're you can still be taken down and stuff like that mm -hmm. and you still have to be careful with how you play but then like it's also fast enough where it's like it can't be a slow tactical like move into the situation in a specific way type thing because you still jump in and bash everything but you're slow doing it and so it just it feels weird because like reloading you're super slow at doing it like reloading a shotgun like, you're reloading it like you're in World War II, trying to, like, get that shit into there without jamming it. And then, like, the hand cannons, you have to... Some. You have to, like... Quick. Yeah, it's just super... Or, or, like, or if it, the quick with Ace's Spade... Yeah. Not, uh... Sweet Business, no, not really. That's not saying Because you, 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 you have to, like, do that, pull He's the talking about the whole thing. Average, on average, assault rifles are probably one of the quickest reloading and best for PvE experience. I was say it's just, like... The game just feels slow for what it is, and it yeah. shouldn't. It should feel quicker, feel it, more yeah, smooth. It definitely does feel like a very, very fast-paced game. Like it should be, like COD. I say if they if they made the pace faster, like if they if they made it so you don't have to min-max in order for you to actually use your abilities more than oh. once a minute, <laughs> then um, like I feel like the game would feel a lot better. Like I can understand min-maxing. With all of the systems of being able to use like your uh, your tactical ability, your ultimate ability, and everything faster and stuff like that, I can understand having that. But the fact that if you don't have any of that, then you're just done Average. for. Like you just you you can't use your abilities except for when you're first entering the like the fight. And that's that's true. But at the same time, I'm a player, and you can ask Michael. I do not like max anything out for my everything's just average. And I'm perfectly I, I try to I try to keep everything at like at like forty to fifty range. But the only thing that I have right now on my hunter that's at sixty is my intellect, which is how fast my supercharges. No ramps. Hmm. 
I'm saying, like, you need min-maxing in games, but you shouldn't need it for everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like, if you want to go into, You shouldn't like, need it to do something. If you want to go into, like, raids and stuff. Yeah, you want to be... You want to have the game make you min-max. You want to, like, have that challenge of, I need to set up my character specific for this raid. But it shouldn't be, oh, if I want to actually play the game, I need to min-max. Yeah. For people like me that are just trying to play casual but still be pretty good, it's annoying. I'd say... Um, luckily though, like, with the enemies, like, it doesn't, you don't get, you don't feel like you get overwhelmed with enemies in the game either. Like, I feel like the enemies in general are fairly balanced. Yeah. Um, there are a couple where it's just, like, I feel like it just get randomly one shot out of nowhere. I'm just Gladiators. like, I'm just like, what? <laughs> I was like, what happened? I was really confused. But, um, I do think that the enemies should be able to do more damage to the opposing faction because they literally do, like, nothing to each other. Like they just don't. They burnt like. It like, just feels it's like, like it's like sort of like yeah like that. Die. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying, I and then know. um, all a bunch of the factions are like have the same exact archetypes. Mm-hmm. Like, cause you have things that explode, you have things that shoot at you, and then you have things that melee you, and then those are basically the same thing. Like I can understand the. Uh, whatever the shadow ones are. I don't remember what they're called. Taken? Taken. Taken, that's it. Um, like, I can understand that because they are basically, like, just shadow versions of the... Uh, of the other factions, basically. Uh, yeah, of all the factions combined. Like, that makes mm-hmm. sense. And that's that's cool. But the fact that, like, uh, the Fallen and the Vex basically have the same exact uh, troops, but with, like... Different skins. Different skins and slightly different different weak points. And different movement and all that. It's just like, even the movement is still... Yeah, it's very, very slightly different. Can I say something, though? Every single unit, or not unit, um, yeah, unit technically, has a captain. And the captains are dead even the entire way. Scorn captains, exact same as Fallen, which makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Minotaurs, exact same as Fallen captains. Hive Knights, exact same as Fallen Captains. Everything traces back to Fallen Captains, because that's the main... That was supposed to be the main villain. Yeah. And then they're pushed aside for the fucking Cabal and Vex. I'd say most of of Destiny is just Mm copy-pasting. It's all reusing assets. Copy-pasting. So, it's... It's really annoying, but... I mean... I can understand it for some stuff. Like I said, the Taken, that's pretty cool, and that really and that really works. A lot of games do that sort of thing. But then you just... It doesn't make sense for the other factions. Like, they're basically just reskinned. Mm-hmm. So, like, every single faction has to have something that explodes when it gets near <laughs> you. Like, why? There's no point. I don't point. think the... Fallen don't. That's the only one that don't. Yeah. I could have sworn the Fallen do, because, no, the Fallen have the little Exploding shanks. Oh, yeah, yeah, the exploding shanks, yeah. And that wasn't added till Forsaken. Really? I thought it was before there, before then. I I could have sworn it was. Yeah, I remember seeing, well, no. Because I remember seeing them before I played the DLCs. They're not in Red War. Well, I'm just talking about in general in gameplay, not even just in campaigns. Like when you, me, and Mulder were doing strikes? No, I just, I mean, before Forsaken even came they out were when not I played in the game. Oh, okay. The game before Forsaken. I could have sworn they were, because I definitely wasn't surprised when I saw them. They were not in D1. D1 um, had more... I know they weren't in D1. Variability with enemy types. Everything was yeah. the same. 
Honestly, it, it should just be more like Division 2 archetypes where it's just like, you know, do you have the same names? Like, we call the ones with like the lightning bolt symbols above their heads either Rushers or Berserkers, one of the two. You usually call them one or the other, but they, they all have different things. Like, the Black Tusk ha have an AR, and then when they start getting close to you, they pull out a shotgun. For uh, the um, for like the out what are they called the outcast outcast um, they will run up to you and explode for the and that's the only exploding type in the game my goodness well suicide bombers kind of kind of you have weird archetypes um, and then there's another one that will just run at you with a baton so it's just like like you don't you can have the same archetypes but they should behave differently mm -hmm. and they should have different weaponry and it should fit their faction more like the fallen should have more stuff like the uh um like some of the stuff actually looks like fallen related things because they look like they actually built it into something instead of just like having it like you need to because since they're scavengers they should have more like rusty equipment things that don't work as well, um, things that look like they were, like, strapped together with duct tape. Like, you want that sort of feel to the game because that makes sense for them. And then the Cabal, you want to have, like, like perfectly ad manufactured like things. looking stuff, like, very streamlined. And that's, streamlined. that's what the Cabal have, but then the Fallen yeah. don't. All their shit looks just as new as the Cabal. Yeah, I think the Cabal is, like, the most, like... Fleshed out. Fleshed out character, uh, or not character, faction that's in the game that, like, in terms of looks and behavior and stuff like that. Like, it actually works for them really well. Mm -hmm. um, and they're also different than most of the factions in the game, too. So, it, because they have, like, their shield instead of the typical, um, I guess the Hive have their guy who has a shield as well. Uh, but... more, more like, no, knights. There we go. Knights yeah. occasionally have shields. Yeah, they'll, oh, they'll sometimes they put down that shield. But, yeah. It's just it's nice to have different enemies in the game, not just retextured enemies, because <laughs> that get that gets that makes that's what makes the game repetitive and not replayable. Um, another thing is that I hate that Destiny forces you to play with other people. Like it's not an MMO, so stop forcing me to play with other people in just a small open world area that's in the game. Like I don't care about these people i'm not gonna revive them they can revive themselves in five seconds I'm not gonna go fucking heal them like and i hate like joining strikes where it forces you to play with other people you can't try to solo a strike and even though you very easily could for most of them exactly oh, yeah, definitely like you sh it should be like like in warframe you're able to choose if you want to play online if you want to play with friends only or if you want to do a private session you should be able to do the same thing in destiny 2 I think that would make the game so much better. And that means that does mean that public events aren't as good, but you can also just rename them from public events to world events because that's exactly what they are. How are you going to a rant about open world now? Go for it. <laughs> so open world is debatably the worst fucking idea they ever had in the life cycle of D2. Like, they went from... It was a was, decent... Was D1 open world? Yeah. No. yeah. Oh. Very, very lightly. Not as much as D2. But it was D2 like directed is... open world. Mm -hmm. yeah. oh, okay. D2 has a lot of open world elements, but it doesn't execute them correctly. So, you have stuff like public events that no one goes to because everyone just goes into the world, gets their mission, and then fucking leaves. 
So you, you go there to do bounties, to complete bounties. It's and the even only then, time the bounties there events. are shit. And then the actual open worlds themselves are boring. Because you have, like, a group of five enemies over here. Walk about half a mile. Group of five enemies over here. And then maybe every once in a while, there'll be a faction fighting each other. And then there's, like, an hour. Not an hour. Like, 20, 30-ish minutes between spawns. So you're just sitting there waiting. It's like... It's not a good way to grind XP. Open world is fucking useless. There it also does nothing to the game. I'm talking mainly about the EDZ. That's the picture in my mind. Yeah. And it still sticks for most of them. No, no. The the main landing area for EDZ, like if you like if you wipe out the wall, they just constantly send more. They're just they're not doing anything either. Like like they just kind of stand around and wait for someone to attack them. Like if if they're not in an event, like they should actually be doing something. Mm-hmm. Like, um, the hive could be trying to dig out a new hive or trying to build a new hive of some sort. Yeah. You could have the fallen actually scavenging a ship. Uh, um, one thing to put in. And so you can have them actually doing different things that then you can get some rewards out of. And like the cabal securing an area or going on patrol. Yeah. Like something that they would do. And then you can even, uh, like, put in world bosses as well. Like, they already sort of do. Like, I've seen a couple that are a bit stronger. But they need to have specific Randy world bosses Randy. that will come in and try to attack you that you can get some kind of reward out yeah. of. Yeah. And one thing I gotta go with, uh, public events like the drill and the glimmer drills and... Yes. When you fail those, nothing happens to the world. Nothing changes. Nothing at all. It just, just disappears. Just, oh no, you failed it. Okay, whatever, bye-bye. There's no consequences for failing, and you still get a reward, too. Yeah. You could literally just sit there, shoot one bullet, and then leave, and still get at least a decent reward. You get a couple of materials and, like, my, from the my major, like In my opinion, my major issue with public events is that... They exist. <laughs> and, uh, and like even if you didn't participate in it, you can still like go over and pick up the loot. No, you can't. You have oh, to at least can't? fire one bullet near the public event. Really? Oh, yes. okay. You can't just get rewards from being there. You, just, you oh, no, it, no. it finishes. You stand at the crate. You shoot a bullet into the air. Allows you to open it. <laughs> I actually can do that sometimes. What the? Fuck? Jeez. I say world events are a smart idea, but the way they incorporate them and also call them public events, which sounds mm-hmm. stupid. It just one more makes big it bad. thing. Open worlds have separate lobbies, so if you like go to the map and look to see a um, public event and it's pretty far away, so you try to fast travel to it, throw you into a different lobby. The public event doesn't exist anymore. Really? Yes. Yep. It's really? the most simply most annoying thing because you're like, oh, it's pretty far away. That's a far sparrow ride, and I don't know the land that well, so I'll just fast travel to the thing near it. Never mind. Doesn't exist anymore. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, oh, actually, it, I think I have It should keep you on the same server. It shouldn't try to server hop you when you're fast doesn't. traveling. It's Especially if it's going to show you timed events. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that happened with... Uh, or if it's like has 20 seconds left before it starts, and you don't have the time to ride across the map on your Sparrow. Like, I feel like you should be able to choose to swap servers, but it shouldn't force you to swap servers like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, I just... The, the fact that it also forces you to play with other people also means that you're always online, mm-hmm. and that means that you can't pause the game. Um, and for some games, this works. Like, Warframe, it works because you go in... Because the, the world is here. the mission. So you go and you do the mission, and then you're done and you're at a break. But in Destiny 2, you're just there's constantly enemies that are spawning in in the open world like you can't just go somewhere in the open world and 
pause the game eh. for a little bit. Actually, there is. Where most of the vendors are in the world, like Devon K. You can sit up there. And oh, I mean, you can go there, but you can't, like, just, like, hide in a corner and pause mm -hmm. the game for a little bit. And then when you come back, unpause the game and then go out and do stuff. Yeah, you have to specifically go somewhere to do that. The thing with solo queuing is it's fine for, like, about an hour. But once, it's kind of like skill-based matchmaking, in a way. After an hour, you kind of realize, I'm with people I shouldn't be playing with. I need a team to get through and beat these people. Or for strikes, the more there's a couple of more difficult ones that are actually semi-hard that you couldn't solo. Like but that. without communication, you're just sitting there like, what the fuck am I supposed to do here? We can't win this if we don't have... A team that's communicating in any way. Uh, the uh, especially in Gambit, especially like higher levels of gameplay. And Not even in, Gambit. in higher levels, just Gambit in general. Uh, you would, like, you would get, like, you would get into a game, and you're like, okay, no, I'm confident in this team. Like, mm -hmm. they look like they know their shit or whatever. Cause they like, don't. And we get into a game. One guy goes AFK. Uh, that person over there isn't helping the team at all. The other guy's uh, eating his food. And the, other, and the other dude is just over there just like, Oh, hey, I got... How many months do I got? I got max amount of months I can carry. Let me throw myself at the enemies. And then there's the thing or, with... Or, or, or like, like, Invasion Portal gets active, and... Me. Person with, like, 15 moats just goes, Wee! And then okay, they die so instantly. Then there's the thing about invading, which I personally enjoy, but there's a reason for that. Cause yeah, because you are designated... But then... It's the thing with, if you don't have a full team, and if there's even one person on the team that is not communicating, you're fucked. Because if I'm on a team with you guys, and someone else invades instead of me, and they get killed instantly, we have no leverage whatsoever. We didn't do shit by invading, we just wasted a fucking invasion. So with having a full team, invasions are the most important thing to do because of the fact that... And that's why... This is why I call you, me, and Mulder, like, the dream team. Cause Black Mask cause, doesn't exist because he's... Yeah, Ma mask, mask hasn't been on in a while. I say, um... So, now moving past, like, playing with other people. Um... We have exotics that are in the game. Um... <laughs> exotics seem to be, like... A good idea. <laughs> yeah, the idea. Uh, because, I mean, they, they're they like Division 2, where, like, they have specific and unique abilities, but they're also like Division 2, where there are some that are so shit and so bad, and there's others that are, like, way too OP. Yo-in! Time to get on a rant about that! Go ahead, go for it. <laughs> Yo-in! Okay, so, for those of you that don't play Destiny, Yo-in is a fusion rifle type thing that charges up, and when you shoot it, it shoots a... Exploding projectile that kind of tracks and one shots as infinite range. Oh, it tracks. Range. Yeah, it tracks. I didn't know that. It <laughs> just just Yotun specifically tracks, yeah. or for all of them? No, just Yotun. What the fuck? Um, and we've the community has complained to developers plenty of times, millions of times. In fact, they've nerfed it once. What? And people have said at this point, it's like the Telesto in the game, which is another fusion rifle that breaks the game every time they give it an update. They need to remove the Jotun. It's simple as that, but they refuse to because they think it's a cool exotic and if they remove it, people will be pissed. I promise you, Bungie, no one will be mad. No one will miss only, it. Actually, no, only the tr only like the sweaty tryhards no, that are the scum of the earth. The people who abuse it would be the ones who are mad. Yeah, it's not even the sweaty tryhards that use it. I have not seen a tryhard once 
use the yo, and it's always the people that suck ass at Gambit. No, not Gambit, but suck ass at Crucible. Even, so someone even like I, you, even I don't use yeah. it because I know that and I want I wouldn't use it either because I know like I know what it, how it feels to roll against it, and I'm probably yeah, still gonna do shit with it. But like, it's it's there's plenty of exotics that are like that. And I bet you've done your research on. It. There's plenty of exotics that just break the game and they need to be vaulted. And then there's weapons that are just legendaries that shouldn't be vaulted that are because they think they're too overpowered. I don't think the solution to the game should ever be vault stuff. Yeah, I don't think it should. It should be fix the weapons. Don't vault it. Don't be like, oh, it's too strong. Vault. Well, I was talking to Maldor about it, um, which is someone they obviously don't know. But um, me and him were talking. We're like, honestly, the best way to nerf that weapon, take the tracking away or make it a lot less. And just make it a precision weapon. Make it make it to where it doesn't like the track Queenbreaker's as hard. Cause no, like, maybe not even track at all. Make it like the Queenbreaker's bow, where it takes precision in lining up the shot for you to kill someone. That's why the Queenbreaker's is so popular for like montages and shit, because it makes for good shots. But if you have a weapon that's a special ammo weapon, which means you spawn with two shots, yeah, that you get every time you die, it just makes it stupid or keep it how it is and put it to the legendary or put it to the yeah, heavy spot. A- I say exotic weapons all the time always just also break the game like not like that they're op or they're they're weak it's just like they quite literally break the game like there's something wrong where it glitches out or causes there the person a, to crash if they use it like there was uh, a uh, there was an i don't remember the name of exotic but i know it's a bow where like if you, if you aim down sight and pull you can see people through walls that's not overpowered though no, that. no, and like it seems like it, it seems like a lot of people would use it. No one, literally, uses no one uses it because the actual bow itself is trash, but its intrinsic is really fucking good. But at the same time, hunters have that same exact ability, but it's better because if you are crouching and get a headshot, and it kills, you go invisible and you can see through walls for about ten seconds. Oh really? Is that yes, is that for one of the um, subclass void. things? Yeah, it's void. Really? It's yeah. spectral ba- blades. If you crouch and get a headshot, you can see through walls. Noted. Don't you abuse that? No, no, because like I, like, there's shit here that I didn't even know that even existed. Like that right there. Like, you can tell I'm a what? diehard Destiny fan because I know fucking. And you still everything. suck. Ooh. <laughs> say, Plus one v one. One thing I really like about exotic weapons is that, like, you actually, for some of them at least, you have you actually have quests that you can yeah, do in yeah. order to get them. Uh, like which, the risk runner one. Yeah, which is a really good way of like introducing people into uh, exotic weapons if they made it more obvious of how to start the exotic weapon quests. Like, um, uh, you kind of kind of just you kind of just get it out of for specifically for risk runner. You just get it by completing. Forsaken. Um, that's literally all. That's literally the how you thing get. about Rat King is it is so it's like one of those quests that's really cryptic and you actually have to search up if you don't know what the fuck's going on. That was actually the last time I played Destiny Two was trying to get the Rat King. Rat King was fun to get, really really fun to get. You know, I remember when I first met you and we started playing Destiny. That's what we were trying to do. No, I was or doing it with a girl. Last I time I remember specifically because she had a huge crush on me. Uh, last time before I stopped playing for a while and then returned to playing with mm-hmm. you guys. Was was me doing Rat King because that was before they added any more exotics to the game. Um, I, don't even, I don't even know how many exotics are in the game. Too many. Inventory doesn't look quick enough. Uh, yeah, I would say the <laughs> the inventory will actually tell you. I think there's like five hundred. Holy fuck! <laughs> and how many of them have catalysts? 
There's not 500 exotics. Oh, no. There's sure 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 nowhere every, near. Does every exotic have a catalyst? No. Oh. I'm looking this up. Because I know that Ace of Spades. Are you looking it up right one. now, Bryce? Yep. Forty-eight exotic weapons. Yeah, there's nowhere near five hundred. I totally saw five, like five. Maybe Actually, I'm just thinking items. How many? How many? Like total. Yeah, exotic. Yeah. Actually, there's fifty. As of twenty sixteen, there was fifty exotic weapons, and then it was down to forty-eight in twenty nineteen. Because they wow. they've some. Yeah, I might I might have just been thinking items overall because you can get like exotic ships and stuff exotic like that. Exotic ships, exotic sparrows, exotic armor, exotic. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, so exotics are are definitely an interesting thing, but it's weird because it's just like I feel like for Division Two, you almost always want to have one exotic weapon, and mm-hmm. Destiny Two, it just feels like it's another weapon. Like it yeah. doesn't it doesn't necessarily feel like you should have an exotic weapon, which I you think you should always have an exotic armor though, because armors actually yeah. change the way you play. But like I think that would just be better because that's that's typically the idea behind exotic weapons mm-hmm. in games is that way you always use one of those and then a couple other just regular sure. like the three things. the three exotics that i'm most comfortable with is ace of spades sweet business and vigilance wing and each of my characters have have all three of those or like uh my hunter has the ace of spades my titan has the sweet business and, and my like warlock that. has vigilance wing and, and like, like those, like those three, are my favorite. So that's why I have them on my three separate characters. I don't really swap them over to other characters at all because I don't think it's needed. Needed um, because next section. Yeah. Um, so, do you want to start it? Yes. Okay. Well, that's the next so. segment. Because there's a lot of good things to say about this that I don't know if you researched on. The thing about um the inventory doesn't load quick enough. Yes, at times, but it's mainly on console. On PC, even with some really shitty fucking specs, it can load, like, basically instantly. But on console, it still takes forever. The no thing matter. is, is that it should be preloaded at yes, all times. Yes, it should, but then there's shit getting added to your inventory, like, every 20 seconds because you're picking shit up from the ground, and they can't really preload all that it, shit. They preload it in tons of other games, yeah, like, like Destiny. Because like it's it. Bungie. <laughs> I say because like so many games have it where you you are able to uh, do quick actions and stuff inside of your inventory, like mid fight you're able to switch stuff around. For Destiny Two, it feels like I'm doing that and I'm like rushing against time, just staring at it, waiting for it to load. Yeah, it, it adds it's to like the, the challenge. Thing, it's like a thing where, where there like, you go. Where like the camera just zooms in, you're sweating, you hear like your heartbeat racing, and it's just like just staring at a loading screen. Or like several. You see, your, you see your health oh, going yeah. down. <laughs> you're just taking damage while you're in the menu, just waiting. Doesn't even show you your health. Yeah, you just see your screen menu. flash, and you can hear. You don't it. even see the flashes or anything. It's literally <laughs> just <laughs> your menu. Yeah, you can. Yeah, I see the next section. Oh, you can, like, like, you see, you see, like, like, uh, just like, like, like uh, you get hit from one side, and just goes. Yeah, no, the, it doesn't flash. It shakes. It kind of kind of like shakes, but there's also like kind of like a little bit of flashing. Yeah. Alright, this is all you guys, because I don't do Crucible. Crucible. So, uh... Stasis. When Stasis first came out, it was basically... If you don't have it, you're fucked. Mm-hmm. Because is it still that way? Mm-hmm. In, in a way, yes. Sounds bad. Okay. I'm the Crucible guy. <laughs> so, Crucible. It is a fucking mess. 
I mentioned this earlier in the podcast, but it's ability spam simulator in the game. Weapon, gunplay, doesn't matter. As I said, you could be Shroud and still get fucking clapped by level 2 because he has a better, he threw an ability at you and you can't do shit about it. They've had the ability to break the game multiple times. An example of this would be on Warlock with their mini Supernova when Forsaken came out. Um, their mini Supernova that had um, Middle Tree. Oh, was ability, okay. Yeah, okay. melee. It broke the game for like almost half a fucking year because they didn't want to fix it, it. What did it do? You throw it out and basically track someone. Oh, like that's the Yoten, except way more powerful because it was an ability on cooldown. Yeah. So if you're going on a huge streak and couldn't find special ammo, you're basically screwed with the Yoten. But if you're going on a huge streak and you have that ability, you're fine. <laughs> yeah, that's literally what it was. It was just you throw it out and then it tracks someone. They fucking die. You didn't. You couldn't <laughs> run from it. Was it was it's, it a grenade or the melee ability? No melee. What the f- you couldn't run from it. You couldn't hide from it. Like you physically couldn't do. If it got thrown at you, you're dead. Grenades. There's no good ones. There are literally no good grenades for PvP at all. They all suck ass equally. <laughs> well, at least that's good. It's sad that a melee has a better range thing in yes! PvP than. I, yeah. <laughs> fucking depressing. Melees, ninety percent of the time, overpowered as shit. And then the class abilities don't fucking do anything. And the warlock uh, class ability, fucking useless. Hunters, kind of useful. Titan is more Titan yeah. is more like, oh, you want to block, well, not like block a sight line, but like block bullets from going, from going or to block a super area, or block a super. You just put the shield down. Like, I don't really see people using, I used to use it, but the little half shield, oh, yeah. it, it'll, make, also, it'll make the reload faster. That's all it will do. Titan probably has the best class ability for PvP because it lets you win melee battles. Place it down, they get damaged passively by the shield, and then you just don't get yeah, shit. Then, yeah. So... There's that, and then there's only one good dodge team in the hunter for PvP, and that's the gambler's dodge, which is the one where you recharge your melee ability. Yeah. The reason that's good is because you actually change your hitbox during it. You go down oh, into really? a dive roll. Yeah. Well, yeah, because you move your character. It's like the shadow step in D1. You remember that? Um, yeah. The fucking shade step god. It's like that, except it's on a huge cooldown, which means it's basically useless. And then there's the gunplay. Heavies. Don't fucking exist. They just yeah, like, they, like it is they, so they rare. drop like they drop, but it's like they only drop like what halfway through a game. Yes, it is, and then, and then even at that, it's only one drop. It is so ridiculous. <laughs> you have a really like putting an exotic in your heavy slot is like putting a condom on with a hole in it. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a very good way it to is look at it. Useless. That's a very good it way takes to look the at point it. Away. Because you don't get ammo for it. <laughs> that was an amazing description. <laughs> and then there's a whole thing when they originally had the game, which I actually kind of enjoyed this, having two primaries. Mm. It was fun. It made the gunplay playable. And it oh, felt so fun like and crucible. Can... And then they changed it back to the D1 system and then shotguns. And then shotguns. <laughs> and then shotguns. <laughs> shotguns. Yeah, I... Yeah, I, I... Nothing else is mm-hmm. used on console except for shotguns. I say, no oh, one can yeah. use the problem with a lot of PvP slash PvE games is that there's, like, it's just it just doesn't usually work out. Like, yeah. Conclave and Warframe isn't that fun. You have Destiny Two, which is, which is shit. You have Division uh, with I don't I forget what it's called, but Dark it had Zone. a PvP game mode that well, was have, also you, terrible. You have Dark Zone, Light Zone, and then Conflict. Yeah, I was like, um, 
Yeah, conflict's bad. Dark Zone works because it's PvPVE and it's not required to attack players. Yeah, that's how. That's why he likes Gambit and so much. And you know you're going into the match knowing that people might have something that's better than you and can destroy you instead. But yeah. the problem with like PvP game modes is that you don't know what you're gonna get. Like you don't you don't know what's gonna happen. And I think the only thing that has been good with a PVE slash PvP system is Ghost Recon. Yeah, with Ghost War. Um, it's because Ghost War keeps everything even because you have actual classes that you choose from. Everything is completely it's separate. It's not based on what you have in your in the PVE game mode. It's you have yeah. to unlock stuff through the PVP game mode or itself. Or like your gear score or light level. Or and then it, let me go on something about supers. Supers. So you know how you said min-maxing earlier? Yeah. You can basically make it so you get your super in the first minute and a half of the game if you are good. And that leaves for huge streaks that are just not ended because they just keep training supers yeah, and keep training abilities. It's like uh, some Call of Duty games when you just used to be able to change score streaks. Yeah, and then it leaves the people that, like me, for example, that don't really give a shit about the actual stats and just have them all about even. No chance against those type of players because the fuck am I supposed to do? Yeah. I don't get my super till halfway through the game. I say min maxing should not have anything to do with PvP. Yes, it should be taken out of PvP, but it's the biggest factor in it. And then they, then we get to the. You want? Were you gonna say something? I was gonna bring up stasis again because oh, I didn't I, I, what I was saying. I can bring up stasis. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, can I ever bring up stasis? So as he said, came out really fucking overpowered. We found some counters for it, like um. Well of Radiance, but that's just useless in PvE or PvP. Um, and then it's just specifically Hunter's stasis is fucking bad. Worst. Dis- no, in my no, in my opinion, the best part about the Hunter's stasis is it's that long lasting. Is that it lasts a long time? Like, uh, like it's overpowered in, for that. In Ga- like John and I were in Gambit one time, and we and like someone threw that, someone someone invaded. Well, he he invaded. Someone invaded us. They threw down their stasis super. I threw down mine too. And I and I was outside of it, but I thought that like once they were dead, it'll be like it'll disappear. So me not know not remembering where it was, I walked into it and then died. Yeah. And I and like I had the fifteen moats that could have gotten us to our primeval to to actually start the final. Another thing about stasis, especially hunters in specific, is how long it lasts. There is no super in the game that lasts as long and does as much damage as the Stasis Hunter. And what are they going to do about it? Nothing. They're going to buff it. They buffed it. They, they made buffed it? They really? For a little bit, they, he was buffed so when you cast the super, you were completely invincible. And you couldn't get shot down. What? <laughs> so they did that and then they immediately realized their mistake and actually nerfed it a fair bit and see, made it so you have half the health. Usually long-lasting things. <laughs> <laughs> Usually, long-lasting things in games are usually low damage. So yeah, it's yeah. like it's Instant like kills you. it's there, it's there. So that way, if something happens to go in there, they take damage. So they're easier to kill. It's not like, oh, this is just going to be this thing. It's gonna sit here, and if you go anywhere near it, it's a death barrier. And you're like, <laughs> no, that's in, how it is for in, stasis. And yeah. uh, with the hunter stasis, it slows you down too as you're in it. And you can't so, use gamblers to out of it. And you, and you can't yeah. put shield up. You can't healing rift doesn't do shit because healing it, rift is horrible. And then, and then if you're in there for long enough, it freezes you. Then, then you have to double tap B to get out of it. And then the animation of you getting out of it it takes so fucking long. And then you die. To where, to where like once it's you get out of it, you're dead. Yeah. And then now I can get onto the whole 
other fucking class of stasis. Um, do you want to talk about this or do you want me to? Because I don't have it, as much experience. A it's a titan. Um, it's. I'm gonna start with warlock titan. Next. I I I I haven't used I haven't used warlock. Okay, so, so I'll go with titan. So warlocks is basically like a whole thing. You shoot the thing forward, it freezes someone. You throw your fucking fist up in the air like Black Lives Matter, and then they die. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking stupid for Crucible, because when you're playing comp, especially, you'll throw it into a group because most of the time you're pretty grouped up or like around each other. Yeah, freezes you all. One button, all dead. Round over. Nice round. It's so stupid and overpowered, and they still haven't fixed it. They, they, June, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Jeez. But then, so mean. And then the um, the healing rift. This is the one time the healing rift's ever been useful in the history of Destiny Two. When you'd place it down, it would put a sentry up, and it broke the game for about a month. And well, they didn't. They, it's was? still not fixed. It was out of the game. It's still out of the game. I haven't no. put it back in because I haven't. No, no, fixed I, it yet. I remember. I remember uh, when I when I logged in once. That. It, yeah, it started to sound like that. siege with clash. <laughs> <laughs> but you go on with, Titan now. Have fun. Uh, per- personally, I do think that the that the Titan one is very very OP in close quarters. It's just very OP in general. All stasis. Because you because uh well, true, uh the melee is like you kind of just thrust forward and punch something Ooh. and it's an and it's an instant. Like it's an instant kill. Like, like oh, I can can I say something right? Yeah, yeah, sure. The fact that when you slam, you place walls down that freeze people that touch them. Yeah, immediately. Uh, yeah, and like uh, you slam, like you jump, like you can slam your hand down or whatever. And these three th- things of ice go through, and then just these giant ice blocks yeah, come I've out s- of the ground. I've seen that a lot when we were playing. Yeah, together. yeah, when we were playing, and and if the and if, like I've seen shit when it's not even close to it, and it still gets frozen. And then and you then, slam and it kills them. And, and, I, and I slam again and it kills them. And then... And, and uh, the standard grenade that uh, Stasis gives you is basically that Titan thing, but it's a row. Uh. Um, can I... Can we backtrack just a little bit to Crucible? Or not Crucible, gameplay? Yeah, sure. Oh, damn, I already forgot it. <laughs> okay, oh, never mind. Not. Um, <laughs> but, you yeah, know, it's just... Shit. Uh... There, like, you can have acts like uh, aspects for stasis. Like they they can they can change your they can change your class ability. No no can they change your class ability? Yes. No. Yeah, uh, kind of. They can kind of change your class ability. Like the, they can change your grenade. Yeah, and they can change your grenade. You know they add it on they add it onto it. So like hunter can can do the dodge, but if uh, they still have their dodge ability, no, they don't even use. have the dodge ability. Really? If you're in the air for like. If you I do it, you know, have like a two second cooldown. I, I do, I do know time. that it causes that having that thing for stasis causes the dodgeable to be recharged quicker. Like I, I've had things where I was able to, like I, I used it, got in the cover to reload, and then I had it again. Mm-hmm. Like, within, like within, within fifteen seconds. So Jeez. I remember what I was gonna backtrack for now. Um, the whole thing of classes not being kind of even at all. The fact that Hunter is the most popular class, but the worst, and then Titan is the best, and the Warlock is just somewhere in the middle. A fistful of crayons down the gullet. And then they haven't done anything to nerf Titan, ever. They've nerfed the shit out of Hunter for god knows what fucking reason. We don't- And then Warlock is is just there. We're not good. Hunters are debatably the worst class with mobility and supers and everything. They still nerf us. 
we get the most nerfs because we're the biggest player base. Titan, really good. Really big, kind of decent Hunters size player. Hunters are like Russia during World War Two. Throw enough people at the bullets, they'll eventually run out of bullets. <laughs> That's literally That's what fair. Hunters are. It, we, we just overmass numbers. That's it. Okay, we can go back to just, Crucible now. I just kind of wanted to get that <laughs> out of the way before I forgot about it. I say, um... The next thing as well is like it does crucible add any like replayability factors to yes. the game? Yes, it does. It does. Like, well, that, that's okay. Yeah, no, go ahead. <laughs> that I, was I, questionably. <laughs> it is honestly, it is the only reason I've stuck with Destiny Two because I enjoy clapping little kids in crucible. Imagine <laughs> <laughs> get a death mic though. I say usually PvP has a lot of good adds a lot of good replayability. It's to enjoyable game. to go in there cool off a little bit, maybe make a couple of kids rage, and just feel good about yourself, because <laughs> sometimes I'm in a dry spell and I really just wanted to, like, jump off a bridge, I go into Destiny 2 PvP, clap a cu- couple of six-year-olds and come back perfectly fine. And Or, like, it's like, no matter what game of Crucible I end up getting into, like, John would, John would be on a hot streak. What? Like, John, John could be on a hot streak. And then I'll join his game, and then it's just like, no, like he won't be be able to get like five or ten kills. No, in. that only happened once. You you boost no, that the, you that boost happens the MMR a lot. Too much. That happens a lot. That happened with Maldor because Maldor just exists. Yeah, no, you boost Oof. the MMR of the lobby too much, and he just can't keep up. I think it's like the opposite way around because I'm like one of the max ranks in Crucible, and he's like the lowest. Whatever you think. Yeah, I, I no, together we almost got to seventeen for yeah, Gambit. Yeah, no, for Gambit. I'm the, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I was say Crucible. I'm like ages above. I say you. because like uh, anything with her playability outside of Crucible, a lot of it is like it comes down to playing with other people. Yeah, I'm moving on to the replayability part. Yeah, you can you That's, can actually do custom games. No, yeah, Crucible you can do custom game, games. Wait, well, but but like what I'm saying is like outside of Crucible, you still have like just playing with other people. You have you're able to do like, more stuff, kind of, or, you're not able to do more stuff, but it's more fun to do, like, the more boring things. Like, um, playing, replaying a campaign. I would say, it, it basically, yeah. to it's have fun replaying the game, I it makes that. the necessity of having people to joke around and stuff with. Yeah. It requires you to do something outside of the game to have fun. You need to be playing with people that you can joke with, have fun with the people, not the game. Because you can't even replay, like, the main campaigns for, like, DLCs or Red War, anything they've taken out, because, you know, Vaulted content. And, um, which we are going to get into later, by the way. We Um, still have more? Yes. (laughs) We're about halfway through the script. Fuck. Halfway? Really? (laughs) Look at where the... The slider is. Oh my god! <laughs> um, I thought systems was there. It's gonna we be a long ass episode. Yep. Uh, but the only least. replayability outside of that is that you ha- you like, if you're planning on doing raids and stuff like that, you want to get each of your three classes, so hunter, titan, warlock, up to that light level cap. Mm-hmm. So that way you have the ability to switch between them and uh, kind of play the same game but with different abilities. That's pretty much the main replayability, and even that is extremely boring and grindy because you're just doing the same things over again. Wait, exactly. That's why I had to have this fucker along with the ride with me when I redid characters. Yeah. When I first started my Warlock, I expected the, the leveling up to be very, very slow. It wasn't. But I was like, like within two days, I was at to where my hunter was. 
And it's just like, how the fuck and why the fuck and what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, you were also playing, like, all day, both days, so. True, but, like, I... But like, Even then, I wasn't playing all day for one day, and my um, Titan was almost up where my Hunter was. My Hunter's near max I mean, level. I can, I can kind of give it to, uh, because my uh, Vigilance Wing, I had recently infused with another weapon. So that, uh, like, infusing is like, oh yeah, you want this one weapon that's over, that's a little power. And yeah, this other weapon that's a bit, that's higher than it. So you can infuse that weapon with the other weapon and give that this weapon over here the other weapon's power level. Yeah. And I did that with Vigilance Wing. So it went from being like 1295 to 1310. 1310's the magical number. And <laughs> it, ma it made my it made my Warlock go from like 1100 to 1200. Like to 1200. Or, yeah. <laughs> what are you doing over there? <laughs> Jude's being Bryce isn't even participating. Bullying a puppy. <laughs> We don't replay ability then on the system. Yeah, so we're on the system. Uh, so, first thing I want to say, just like get out of the way really quickly, is that the seasons are account wide, which is something that I actually really like about the game. Like, if it was that the seasons were separated per like character, you're talking about season pass. Uh, yes. yeah, that would that would suck so much. <laughs> like, imagine having to get to tier 100 in all three of your accounts, like. I mean, That'd be like, hell. I've been no, playing like, the game I for would, like four days straight. Well, I would, would, like, if they were going to do it something similar to that, I would have hoped that they would have gone, oh, you get to 100 on one character, it gets to 100 on all of them, but you just have to go on in, on each account, on, on each character, and just claim all the rewards. Yeah. Yeah, what I was saying with that is um, it takes a while to level up. Like, I've been playing the game, the new seasons, for about a solid four days, combined throughout all. And really? Only, yeah. I play a lot of D2, dude. So you probably, you probably <laughs> play more than that. But I'm only tier, like, 45. Jeez. It's ridiculous. I've been playing for almost four days, and I'm only 45. This is bullshit. I say another... Fuck this, fuck shit. <laughs> I say something that I don't like about part of the system in Destiny is the UI, though. Mm -hmm. Like, inside the... Like, the menus just, just suck so much, because... Um, I actually have it somewhere here, yeah. So, what I said for the UI is that there's so many things that they can combine. So, like, you can combine map and destinations. You could combine collections and triumphs. Collections and triumphs used to be combined. Then they separated yeah, for what fucking reason? I don't know, because it's Bungie. They like menus. <laughs> um, and then you could also combine character and inventory, which I'm pretty sure we're actually the same thing in D1. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then you had roster and clan. You could do store and season 14, which is just how it usually is for seasons. Um, and even then, store and season 14 separated, but with everything else combined, would also be fine. And then if you just put everything into the same menu screen, but keep it where it's like one button opens up the map or another button opens up your character, like a lot of games do, then that would work out perfectly fine. But that means that you wouldn't need like two entirely separate menus that basically have the same things, but separated into a bunch of different categories. Like, it's just, it's really, yeah. it's just so annoying to have to deal with, especially with the loading times on it. <laughs> like. Yeah, because then you got, then you got to go from screen to screen. It, uh, that takes like two minutes for the fucking other screen to load. So you're just sitting there like, hmm, why did I buy this game again? <laughs> 
I say, um, and then you had something about reacquiring weapons and stuff that you uh, liked about the game. There was a there. So I really liked. Uh, so when I first so when I first started, I had uh, I got halfway through Red War. I got an exotic, which was Vigilance Wing. Vigilance Wing. Me and all my homies hate the Vigilance Wing. No, but uh, <laughs> no, but I I went through I went through the rest of Red War with it. I went through uh, for, uh not uh, yeah I went through. Uh, Warmine and Curse of Osiris with it, and I went through Forsaken with it, and okay. I and yeah, I went through all of it with it. Weirdo. <laughs> and uh, I, and I and I just didn't know that the infusing thing was a thing at the time. Fucking idiot. So I was just like, okay, this is the only piece of equipment that's dragging me down, so I had to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. So I so in, I didn't, I also didn't know that the vault was a thing at the time either. So I didn't know I could just put it in the vault. And just leave it there. So I dismantled it, equipped another weapon, and went off with my day. And cried probably no. Uh, <laughs> you <laughs> probably. Cried anyway. probably. And, and, and then uh, I met I met one of our, our mutual friend that John and I have named uh, whose username is Black Mask, and he explained to me that I can actually go back into the exotics menu and get that back. I'm not mutual friends with Black Mask, by the way. I don't like him. <laughs> Oh. Well, I don't wow. do that anymore. We don't care about your relationship with people. And and I got I got it back, and I was so happy because I was like, oh my god, I went through so much with this fucking thing. I went through I went through half I went through half of Red War. I went through. It is D two for you. Honestly, no. Uh, <laughs> I want to marry the Vigilance Wing. In fact, no, but uh, it was it was really cool to have it back, and just you can, you can do that with every exotic. And you can do it with most of other loot that isn't "quote unquote" randomized gear. Well, okay. Here's the thing about that. That makes sense. I'm for once on Destiny's side during this fucking DM session. The reason you're about to cut me off. No, I, no, he I just laughed. At you. Okay. But um, the reason they don't let you do that is because then you could just get easy god rolls instead of actually playing to get yeah. those god rolls. Like, on my Duke Mark 44 that I think they vaulted and deleted from my account, and I hate them for that because it was fucking godly. But, um... That's why that, I deleted it. <laughs> okay, you know what? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but that was a complete god roll, and I had to grind the shit out of Crucible to get it. I never used it. <laughs> but if I would, if you could just reacquire random loot, then you could just... Keep rolling, keep rolling, keep rolling, and everyone would have the exact same right. roll. Unless, for you, the, could, you, unless you reacquired the, uh, again, the, the exact, the exact, like the exact roll that you got. But yeah, then yeah. what happens if you good. get the gun different times? What so it had it? different rolls on it. Oh yeah. How would you reacquire? Like it back? I had like then four dudes. Uh, random- it randomizes. Fuck. It randomizes from what you could choose. It wouldn't let. It's Bungie. They wouldn't let you choose. Even if they were smarter. But what I really like about what they're doing right now with the black armory, instead of it just for for some reason they changed it from like the weapon stuff to armor. No ornaments. What, That's what, later on. Armor, anyway. armor ornaments. Just, you can mention it now. Uh, I don't care. But uh, you're able to take like a piece of rent of like, you can make literally any other piece of armor that you've had Look into like a piece. universal ornament. It'll, it's really good. Like it's because one of the I things I don't a, complain about. Yeah, I had that's a, just like that's like customization. Like that's not like something for gameplay, which kind of sucks. Yeah, but uh, like that's the good part of Destiny. Was, <laughs> like, I, I, I the gameplay look. isn't even good. The armor's honestly better. The character customization is better than the goddamn game itself. 
But like, which is depressing. Like for people for people who had, who had a very specific look that they liked, that they weren't able to keep that look because the because that piece of armor was at its <laughs> max power, or its max seasonal power. Or That's whatever. how I was with the wild hunt armor. <laughs> but, I'm like, I'm like allowing like allowing people to make that that piece of armor to a universal ornament, they can have that look again. Yeah, that's how I was with Wild Hunt. Um, I, I stuck I with it and it dragged me down forever, and you knew that because I oh, always yeah. had it on, even when it was sunset to a eleven hundred. The uh, the armor that I had had like a bunch of like fur coming out of the back of we it. We don't need to know what it looked like. I, and, okay, I'm just trying to vi- visualize <laughs> it. So I'm that kidding, I'm kidding. Keep going. <laughs> And then just and like just being able being able to have that like, have a look like that again, I just thought was cool. That's one thing I like about like games like Breakpoint, where once you get a piece of gear, Is you can always go to your customization and override and whatever yeah, you're wearing to that, that piece yeah. of gear. Yeah, they didn't yeah. have that at first though, did they? It didn't come until later. They, they, had no, that they, they had it at the beginning. Oh really? Yeah. Wildlands didn't have it originally. Breakpoint did. Wildlands. Just Wildlands, you were just you wild, know, yeah. Wildlands was just armor, stuff and or was just you could weapons. customize your gear. Yeah, you customize your gear. You were able to customize the stuff that you had, but it didn't but matter. Like it doesn't break point where, like your gear because there wasn't a, a, the only things that you'd swap out were your weapons. So yeah. what the fuck are you talking? I say the so the main piece that pisses me off about Destiny, which I'm getting into now, is oh, yes. bolted content and sunset weapons. <laughs> I have a big thing on sunset, but you can start. This okay. Take a while. So, so for those who don't know, sunset weapons are ones that uh, are weapons that don't that didn't get updated from 1100 to 1300. So there's they stay at 1100 power, 1350. Um, so they don't. They're not the max level that they can be, which means that they're just completely useless if you go basically beyond the starting point of the game. So, basically, sunset weapons are completely useless in the game. And then you have vaulted content, which is essentially Destiny 2 completely taking stuff out of the game, uh, which is Red War, which is what we've mentioned multiple times. Fucking God, I hate the fact that they did that. It honestly makes me want to ride up to the studio and brick at them. They've done a few uh, main quests... They have done uh, four planets. They uh, like four? You can't just vault a planet, dude. I say they had, they had Titan, <laughs> they Io, Mars, and ne- no, 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 no. Mercury. Uh, Mercury. Yeah, Mercury. Mercury existed. Um, <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah. Mercury existed. I know. Mer- Mercury shit. didn't really have anything going on, but Mercury did exist. I think it was there for Crystal of Cyrus or some shit like that. Yeah, probably. No, I, I think it was. And no, it was Mars. No, Mercury was Mars. Because it was a small-ass fucking playing thing. Say Mars is a big thing for Red War. No. Um, I thought so. No, that was D1, dumbass. Alright. Um, <laughs> uh, but something that they, that they said was that we've been adding approximately 25 gigabytes of content each year to Destiny 2 since launch, which is essentially their explanation. And so, but here's COD with like 123 gigabytes. Exactly. We don't, we don't talk can... about COD. Cause... Well, hold on, hold on. Here's my thing with that, though. Hold on, let, people... me, let me finish the quote. The quote's not over. Uh, <laughs> those sizes not only stress hard drive capacity, but also push the limits of patching capability. That also makes the times to generate a stable update for the game after all content is finalized, tested, and ready to go balloon to, to literal days instead of hours. So. That's what I was saying now. So yes. people may complain about the big size of COD, 
but realistically, it's not that like they could do much about it. They could optimize their game, but that would require them to vault shit and put There's it. There's a lot they could do about it, but we're not talking about COD right now. We're not talking about COD. I'm just saying in general, like you just said, they didn't have to vault that shit. They could have just optimized the game better, but no, it's fucking Bungie. And once they lost Activision, it fucked them over because I, they didn't know what to do. I just don't understand the points of sunsetting weapons and then for vaulted content you should find a better option than just getting rid of it yeah because like bungie all they have to do is research how um, other companies like warframe has so much content in the game and it's like it's smaller than cold war i think it's like 60 gigabytes isn't it Uh, something like that like 39 on console their war reason for getting rid of all those planets and stuff was because like the the darkness came back, and those planets just straight up disappeared. Well, yeah, uh, but they have how a, the solar system works. They have a lore reason, but it's not a but that that's not a good and, reason. And yeah, and ni- neither the real life basically, reason or yeah, the basically lore they took it reasons. out and they were like, oh, we need to come up with lore, darkness. <laughs> they didn't even have to what? come up with lore. They could have just said it's just not a player area anymore because then there should be plenty of other planets that aren't consumed by the darkness that you could still go to. And then it doesn't even make sense sequentially because there's planets that are like in the back of our solar system which you would think um would get taken over first because they're the clo- they're like the farthest away from the sun. Yeah, but like that's, that's a whole different rant. <laughs> I would say like <laughs> I forgot how I wrote this down. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so to quote what I wrote down, I said maybe Bungie should do research on how other games like Warframe do this type of content or better yet or better yet Maybe just come out with a Destiny 3, you dumbasses. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Couldn't have said it better myself. Seriously, just come out with another game. Stop it with this 10-year plan yeah, bullshit that you need to come out with. Like, what the fuck? Because they're planning to re- like re-release the content eventually, and then vault the content that currently exists the in the game. The content that's actually good, and then add in shit from D1 that wasn't good. Is what I'm basically yeah, because because they vaulted the the previous three raids because I and think then, it was and yeah, three and then raids. released Vault of Glass, and then which is good. Glass. It's a good raid, but it doesn't compare. But you should be able to have all four yes. to play. You shouldn't have to vault fucking raids to release a raid that was from that was from Destiny <laughs> One. Already had all the assets and everything. I would say they're eventually planning on re-releasing everything from Destiny 1 back into Destiny 2 through vaulting content that's currently available in the game. when you and Bryce wanted originally trying to get back into the game, we still had Leviathan, and that was like... And that was our goal to get you guys to that point where we can do it. But now we would have to get you but guys to thirteen twenty to run Vault of Glass. So we can yeah. actually run Vault of Glass, which and my hunter is able to do so. I could probably do that in like three days if I try. But, but. um <laughs> the thing about re releasing Vault of Glass is I hate to say it, but they could have they didn't do this because it's obvious that they didn't. But they could have literally just copy and pasted like they did for the Cosmodrome star of the game. They could have just done that. Instead of vaulting shit to add it into the game because it takes up so much room. Yeah. It would take they could have upped the graphics a bit and then keep everything else the same, but they had to change some of the spawns, change some of the boss room, change some of everything, and then it just fucked over the fucking size of it because it's huge now. Mess up the flow of it. People that used to know how to do it don't know how to do it now because it's completely it's different. different. 
Yeah. But that's also a good thing, though, that they... It's a yeah, good thing. But they were, released, they were re-releasing it as the nostalgia factor of, yeah. oh, it's like the old thing, like they did for yeah. um, Maps and BO4. Yeah. It's not the original thing, and it doesn't even play like it. So what's the point of adding it back in and acting like it's nostalgic? I'd say it's for me, for me in general, it's just, like, don't plan to release content in, like, the hope that your fan base is okay with you changing it. You have to ask them. Like... It, they're gonna say no no matter what and they should know that but like you're taking out like entire portions of the game like you're taking out planets you're taking <sighs> out missions like like they're literally missing <laughs> yeah. planets in the solar system <laughs> that is by far the funniest shit just darkness yeah your solution to adding content shouldn't be taking away other exactly. content yeah it shouldn't be replacement it should be because then that's also hurting the replayability factor of the game. Because then there isn't anything to replay if you just keep putting it away. Um, wasn't there a thing on finishers for the system as well? Or was that up in gameplay? That might have been up in gameplay. Ooh, okay. I would have liked to talk about that while we were there, but you no, can, it's fine You can now. go ahead and talk about it. So finishers are kind of fucking useless. They're just... They're, 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 just, they're just there for visuals. That's what they are. But I, I was reading through the script and I saw stuff about how you could fix it. Like, if you did it, just oh, that's why in the improvements then. Yeah, which we are into now, so you can start with. That. Oh well, <laughs> um, like a uh, boost in health if you complete a finisher. There are certain exotics, like um, you know, I run the hunter exotic where if you do a finisher, the enemy genuinely explodes and can damage enemies near it. Really good exotic, really fun to use in PVE. But I think. One thing I thought they did at the beginning, which they might have actually done, but just took out, is if you get a finish, you get a drop of ammo from each section. So you get a bit of heavy, a bit of special, a bit of primary. There's mm. a thing that you can get for, I don't remember what for what it is, but Probably I think, I think it's an overall thing. We can equip some, you can equip like a little aspect or gear mod onto your thing, onto your stuff, where you can do a finisher, but it'll take... Uh, and it drops like a bunch of like a special or heavy or normal ammo. But that should already be in the game by set. But Maybe you could. But it takes away one tenth of your super energy. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I was thinking maybe that doesn't. That doesn't matter. I have that. I have that. But it doesn't matter because my th my thing's at sixty for intellect, so I can just get it back within like. 10 but that seconds. that comes back to the thing of min maxing. Yeah. Where it you shouldn't have to do that just to get your super. If if it was an exotic that did that, that'd be fine. I should you. If it was an exotic <laughs> that did that, that would be fine. But it's not an exotic. It's just an armor mod. It should be an exotic that does that. So the fact that okay, you're losing out on something to gain another. Whereas with legendary armor, you're just putting it on there to put it on there because you need an extra slot or you need something built. I say something they could do for finishers as well is like you know how it shows you your melee abilities, your dodge ability, yeah. or like your class have ability it, and have stuff. It refresh one of those. It's like um, randomly refresh. Is add another section in your subclass area that talks about finishers specifically so that you can choose an ability for it. So that way, it's just it could explode. It could add health. It yeah. could arc lightning and stuns people. Yeah, yeah. Something. And then another thing you said, that iframes sounds really good. Iframes, invincibility frames, whatever you want to call they them. They should hire yeah. me. They should have already <laughs> been there by the start. You shouldn't be able to take damage while doing a finisher. The amount of times that has fucking killed me and made me want to throw my controller through the fucking just, just don't do well, finishers. The the thing about that is like in Halo, like you can do it in the like on an enemy and you can die while doing it. Like that like I'm okay with 
with not having iframes because it makes sense because doing it is a cosmetic choice more than anything. Yeah, but, but like in the thing of Doom, it's kind of like most of the time when you're doing finishers because you're getting overwhelmed and trying to get a break for yourself. Yeah. And I think they might have iframes now or like slight iframes or damage resistance, resistance something like that. But one of the examples I can put out there, you're getting swarmed by thralls. You damage one, you finish one, so you can get that couple seconds of breathing room so you can get ready to jump away or put a barrier yeah. up or something like that. One of the problems with a system like that, though, where you're invincible, is the health regen system. You yeah. can start regening health while you're doing that, then, and it's that kind of it becomes Over unfair. Overlaps, yeah. Yeah. Um, on the next one, I guess. Um, so, so something I want as well, I think that would be good. Like, the way that Destiny flows, I feel like if they added an accurate hip fire, like in Titanfall or in Halo, that would make the game feel a lot better. Because <laughs> the ADS is, is terrible in that game. Don't even get me started and on the goddamn sniper. the is so inaccurate. Yeah, the snipers kind of suck just That's for the fact that... That's what I was talking about earlier when, we, when I brought up shotguns. have close range. Shotguns, in console at least, overpowered. Same with PC. Snipers. Haven't seen one in about three years. <laughs> no, we, we didn't. We didn't get, to get into a gambit game. We're not he one sucked. kid ran our shit with a sniper. It wasn't a sniper. Wasn't. I ran his shit with a sniper. He was running my shit with a scout rifle. You got that mixed up. No, 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 no. I, I wasn't there some guy that uh, no the scout rifles all are fun. four of us with it. Not all four of us. That was I don't remember, but I know I ran someone's shit with a sniper, and I felt really proud about it because I'd never used snipers. <laughs> He just—he basically just wanted to talk about how good he did one game. <laughs> I say, and some like something for a buff for Hunter, because you were talking about how like the oh, yes. for <laughs> you read it um, for like the, back to shadow stuff. Do you want? Yeah. Do you want? So it's like uh, dodge should have like more of a meaning than just some kind of utility refresher, because usually the dodge like refreshes your grenade ability or reloads your weapon or something like that for Hunter. But Hunter reloads your weapon or melee. Hunter is like the idea of Hunter is supposed to be mobility more mobility and based. It's the least mobile of all the classes. Exactly. And so I feel like if you actually Especially made it where the dodge was more something like the division where it actually is useful in the game, then uh it would feel a lot better. Like, if it was faster, it gave you longer distance, there's more recovery time and starting time for doing it. Like, everything Shades like that. Shades step in D1. But then they got annoyed with that and decided, you know what, we're going to take it out of the game and just make it a <laughs> single-use thing. You could genuinely run a team's shit by shade-stepping. Because you would kill someone, shade-step behind a wall, rotate around, kill another person, do the same thing, and run a team's shit because they didn't know where the fuck you were. Yeah. Hunters are supposed to be sneaky. Hunters are supposed to be hard to hit. Yeah, they're supposed to be fast, supposed to be, like, Why the fuck are they the worst class then? Out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Like... I say, like, warlocks are supposed to be support. Titans are supposed to be, like, tanks. Front line. And then, and then you the have end. hunters who are supposed to be the, the attack. Yeah. yeah. Flanks up. What are you doing, June? <laughs> I say something as well um, that Anthem also has a problem with, with is, like, lost sectors. So, you, so in Anthem, you had something like lost sectors that were also, like, caves and stuff that you could enter into the, uh, in the game, and they just wouldn't give you anything except for some shitty loot. That's like, exactly so what that's it completely destroys some replayability that you could have in the game. So having so an improvement that we could do is to like actually make the lost sector into something more. 
I don't I don't really have a direct suggestion as to what that could be, but I mean you have an entire creative team for that reason, so yeah, you know the way use they, it. The way they could improve it, for example, is adding a chance to get a le- uh, an exotic. They've done this recently with um, legendary lost sectors, which is just lost sector but harder, and with modifiers. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so. It gives you the chance to get an exotic. That should be a normal thing in Lost yeah. Sectors, though. It should be a very low drop chance, but it should be possible. It's like Instead replaying just, missions in Division 2 to get an yeah. exotic drop. And then with, a, oh, sorry. And with Lost Sectors, the only thing you can really get out of the chest is at max a blue gear. Blue piece of gear. That's about all you can get. Yeah. And you uh, have to go through materials. like waves of enemies yeah. just to the, get uh, You get more from the fucking enemy than you do the goddamn chest. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a lost sector that we need to do for for not for a second, uh for Beyond Light. We have to go through and stop a bunch of people from going to Europa. You rope my ass. And uh <laughs> And there's a glitch with that lost sector where where like, when you go to loot it, it just spurts out heavy ammo. And it's like like you open the chest, nothing happens for like two seconds, and then just heavy ammo. That's weird. No, and it doesn't. It doesn't even make it go go straight up like it would like with normal stuff. It just goes all out to one side. I say another thing that I would really like for the maps is a legend, because for so long I didn't know that the lost chest icon was meant lost chest. I had to look it up online to know what it meant. What do you mean lost sector? No, the lost chest. Like, there's, like, the... A uh, golden chest. Like, the four, like, lines uh, with the dot in the middle. Those are just, uh, like, in-world chest areas that you can get... That you can go to to get chests. And I'd, like... Oh! Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, never mind. I was like, what the fuck uh, is yeah, he I, talking I was confused about? as hell. I was like, what the fuck does he mean? And I, th- I thought... Not, like, like lost sectors, lost... Chests, like yeah. chests that were lost. So the golden chests, basically, that's what they are. They're just the golden. Well, chests. but they, they're uh, not um, golden chests. They just because they just no, suck. Uh, <laughs> they uh, give they're, you terrible. Like called like sector chests. Sector chests. I think that's it. There's certain ones that are golden chests, like that are painted, spray painted gold because that's what they fucking look like. <laughs> that just give you shit like slightly better, and then there's just no- the normal sector chests. Yeah, I would say like. For that, I didn't know what they were. Lost sectors, I didn't know what they were until a like some mission told me. Some mission. Like they, like the public events. The only reason I knew it was because like when you, when I'll you activate mad. it, it tells you that it's a public event. And I mean, if you can't do that, you just need glasses. Yeah. Honestly. As a public events are more obvious, but like that should just be how it is for everything. Like everything should like be able to uh you should be able to see a legend see everything what it for what it is and then you should also be able to select any part of the map for a waypoint not just public events because you can't even select stuff like lost sectors which is so makes sense there's supposed to be a search for them well but but you could select to get to the area yeah you know what i mean like like i understand not having like a waypoint that tells you specifically where the entrance is but like a waypoint where it takes you to a search area yeah. Where like the where you can actually see the lost sector on the map, that would make so much more sense. As as an example of that, in this is this is a very very different game. Okay. But in Batman Arkham Knight, there's a there's an entire set of missions we have to find firefighters. And uh, you can and, like if you get intel for it, it'll just be like, oh yeah the offer will be like oh yeah no uh, I heard a thing where I was like oh. Uh, 
over in this area in like Petersburg or whatever. So like for a closer comparison, you could have Ghost Recon Wildlands or Ghost Recon Breakpoint, where it takes you to a search area. Yeah, to a search area. Or you know, War Zone's bounty thing, where if you get the closer you get, the the smaller the the circle gets. Oh, that's really cool. I didn't know about that one. For bounty, you did. I knew knew the bounty things, but I didn't know they got smaller. Yeah, when you get also, I have a question because I know you guys told me that these two used to be combined. Why did they separate the helm and the tower? Um, storage reasons, I guess. I don't fucking know. No, <laughs> Why are you asking me this? When I, well, originally, when I said when I said they were combined, I meant like there's the there's the map for. Uh, for the, the tower, tower and, it was just and, the, and then you can go and select oh, the helm. Okay. I am glad that they changed it to where it's outside the traveler at all because it's, a, it's so much easier to get to now. I mean, I it's just, still technically a part of the fucking tower, though. I don't just get. I don't. I just. I just wish it has a whole section of the tower that you can physically go to from the tower. I just don't understand what the point of the helm is. Just older uh, season, uh, seasonal, like seasonal events, kind of like. Uh, but still, it's something that you could have just added into the tower. Just like, make it like not... a separate section of the tower that you can walk to. Yeah, like, like yeah, it's not. Yeah, it doesn't need to be something that's completely separate. Yeah, like the black armory. We were down here earlier. I think we skipped over something. Uh no, I I scrolled down he to scrolled down. for the combinations of the uh, menus. So um down space well. <laughs> I would say um. <laughs> We already talked about the finishers. Yeah. So I something I also want that I was looking at was more options for scope magnification. Oh yeah. Not to mention looks for them uh, because like Call of Duty, you've always been able to change. Not always, but you've been able to change the reticles a lot. Yeah. Like yeah. I wish they had something like that. I I don't I don't know if you can change. Yeah. I don't think you can change the reticles. You can nope. change uh, for specific weapons. You can change the, the way the reticle, the actual scope. But it doesn't change the reticle. But it oh, does. does it, it also doesn't oh, change. I, I the, see the stuff where it changes the reticle. It also doesn't well, change the, the magnification. The yeah, it does. Well, but I changing mean, the scope I mean, not heavily. Like it's not like yeah. a one times to an eight times. It's like an eight times to a six times. Yeah. For like snipers, snipers and in specific. Like because you should be able to equip anything that you want onto the different weapons. I mean, obviously yeah. with some restrictions, like, you're not gonna put an 8x scope on your hand cannon. Okay, you know, like why don't you just put an 8 times on the sweet business? You know what, it, but it's yeah. not... <laughs> you're not gonna put an 8x on a shotgun. Yeah. I mean, unless you're the Mozu from Black Ops 4, but, you know. That thing was a shotgun? Was I'm talking about hand cannon. No, hand uh. cannon. Um, but, uh, as well, so moving on from that, as short thing, um, return to orbit takes too long. Like, oh, you, you have started. to hold Y. Like, my thumb starts to break by the time <laughs> that you finally go to orbit. And then when you finally go to orbit, it takes about a good five minutes for you to load in so you can pick something else. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, honestly, at this point, I think deleting the game would take less time. Okay, I so. feel like the return to orbit holding Y, it should be like, you hold it for like max a second and then... If they want to make well, it so you can't accidentally... If they want to make it so you can't accidentally do it, have that where it's like... Do you want to go to orbit? Yes or no? Yeah. So even you can even just press Y. Because that's why it takes so long, so you don't accidentally do it. And yeah, but, it takes, but even that long, if you cut the time by half, you could still not accidentally <laughs> do it. Like it's it's so it's like holding shift I'm, in I'm Minecraft. Sure, I'm and sure like, there's someone. <laughs> probably, Michael. And then on to um, sparrows. So this so sparrows for me is another thing that just doesn't feel right in the game like they they're fine how they are but honestly i think they could ha they could do more with how they work and actually like fight have more of a use yeah because if you use them on a fight you're dead 
Yeah, because like if you you could like, like it would be so cool if you could have out. a Transformers type thing where what like you could fuck? you could <laughs> 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 where like you could hop onto your sparrow really quickly, move somewhere else in the fight, and then hop off of it again. Like you can jump on the sparrow. Oh, again. I thought so, you're talking like Transformers, no, like robots in disguise type You're gonna turn into the gun. sparrow. <laughs> become just sparrow. run into someone. <laughs> to learn how how the sparrow is, you must become. I would say, and then being able to like maybe even modify your sparrows, like you could add a better engine to it to go faster. Oh, you, can you, can, you, could you could customize. You could customize the uh, like uh, maybe the front of it for better aerodynamics, so that, like you can cut through wind faster. Add weapons or to it. Add weapons to it. Uh, weapons, no, because there's already the pikes in the game. They exist for a reason. But still, for power fantasy. But they aren't fucking fast at all. You're not fast, but it's like it, it. The only reason right now for the sparrow is get from oh, one location. I'm to not another. able to fast travel on the map because it's horribly. So I need to use the sparrow to get there. Yeah. Whereas if they do something where they add weapons or, or something like that, it's like it I, has a little more. That's why I do wish that they would allow you to like you know like pull out a weapon as you're on it. That would be cool. That like would be GTA's nice. uh, bikes. I say yeah, just like like that. I say because it does. They also do have quick action movements, but unless you have one that like specifically gives you better quick action movements on it, they suck. And there's just like no point in even using them. Yeah. Like I don't think I've ever legitimately used the quick action movement on the sparrows. I think I just drive through people. Like. <laughs> but I, the, I do. I usually I usually jokes. do. I usually uh, use the dodging thing just to get out of the way of a wall. Yeah. If Honestly, anything. yeah. And I use the to avoid from hitting a wall or going. And then there's the something that I didn't know of until like a couple months back. If you press the D-pad while on a thing, your fucking guardian goes like this and shit, like starts pointing everywhere. It's fucking funny. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and when you're in the air, he'll start doing tricks if you press those buttons. Oh, I knew that. I didn't fucking know that. Sick. I didn't know that. Noted. Michael has yeah. learned so much today. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I, hey, I learned more here than I learned at school when it was still going. <laughs> so the last thing that we mainly just have in here as a joke is being able to uh, to do this thing that we we've uh, we've coined this term, uh, space whale. Space whale. <laughs> it's this thing in Warframe where you know if you have your you have your ship out and about in the loading screen and you're able to actually move it around and stuff like that and it would be just it would be amazing if destiny 2 had something it makes like the that. loading screen just a little funner and so just looking at it just flying yeah. next no, to the planet well, um, yeah. to be honest though some of the loading screens from when you're going somewhere or going for like slip space or whatever the fuck they call it it genuinely looks pretty to look at all yeah. the colors and but all you could also space whale but it's just but you could space but whale. again having the ability to space whale would be so cool but <laughs> yeah so yeah, that that wraps it up for Destiny Two. Uh, that's probably gonna be our longest one. I, at least an hour and a half. I, I could make Siege longer. We, we, could, <laughs> we could all make Siege, Siege might be like four hours. Siege might be pretty long. Um, but Take definitely make sure you check out our past two. That was both of them are about Call of Duty. One was about Warzone, Call and Duty. then one of them was about zombies. Um, and then obviously we did Destiny Two today, and then next week is going to be Rainbow Six Siege. Um, so make sure you look out for that stuff. Because uh, we're just recording them all like today, so <laughs> bad idea. While while I'm still here, <laughs> yes, um, you're not up in California, so or down technically, over, <laughs> <laughs> around, somewhere um, over there, and where it's always fires. <laughs> uh, so so yeah, so I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Uh, let me know your own thoughts on Destiny Two as well, and what improvements it could possibly like. I personally think Destiny Two could have a lot of potential, but 
right now, Bungie just ha is doing such a terrible job at literally everything in the game, except for the looks of it. <laughs> and The looks and the sounds. Honestly, the, the content vault is the worst thing I've ever heard about a video game in my entire life. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will say one thing, this is really late to say, but they are getting rid of Sunset. They are getting rid of Sunset. Yes. That's at least one improvement. If they can 2022. get 2022. If hopefully, oh my god! <laughs> I would say if if at the end of their life the cycle they're uh, able to get rid of vaulted content as well, that would be better than just having permanently yeah. unlocked uh, or uh, permanently locked uh, content that is yeah. vaulted. So we should probably end this before we go on rant. <laughs> yeah. So make editing easier. <laughs> So yeah, uh, besides all that, make sure you check out next week's episode for Rainbow Six Siege, and game on. Find AFCast on Instagram and Twitter, at AFCommunity, for any updates on future podcast episodes. If you want to join the community Discord, find the link in the description or on the website, afcommunity.com. Special thanks to DJ Augie for making the music for this podcast.